on the one yard line with their backs against the wall. back to the Believe in Iowa State podcast. I wanted to start off by addressing why I've taken a hiatus from doing this podcast, um, doing a weekly podcast and so on. It's been a really difficult year for me and I felt like the best thing for me to do was to simplify my life and to uh, um, kind of just focus on the things that I wanted to get better in my life. And I felt that doing the podcast, getting overly indulged into sports and other activities that I do, like hobbies and stuff, I felt like they were getting in the way of me growing in my life and cleaning up the aspects that honestly were a disaster. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. I'm going to talk about one of those things that was a disaster in a second. But thank you for listening. Thank you for finding the podcast again. I really appreciate for you listening uh, on this Sunday morning or whenever you're listening to it. Um, But me going through these things that I've gone through, probably say the past year, really the past year, me going through these things have kind of brought a new perspective on my life. So I look at football a totally different way than I did just a year ago. A year ago, I would look at things like, you got to keep cramming it down. Go, 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 go. Now I kind of look at football in a sense of like, you got to take what's given to you. You're going through you're going through life and things are showing you signs of you you have to take what's given to you. You don't need to overcomplicate it. If you get in your own way, if you let pride get in your way, then it's going to come back and burn you. And I'm talking about my life. I'm not talking about football necessarily. I'm talking about my life. These are things that I've learned and I've looked at football the same way now. So one of the things that I wanted to clean up in my life was I woke up one day, like in January or December last year, last year at the, at the beginning, at, at around the new year time. And I stepped on the scale. I knew I was overweight. I knew I was overweight, but I'd stepped on the st- scale. I was like, okay, I want to see what the damage is. And I mean, when you, when you haven't stepped on a scale in, a, who knows, six months, you can get surprised. And when I stepped on a scale, I'll be honest, I was 280 pounds. 280 pounds. That's unacceptable for me. I'm 5'10". I go to the gym. I'm, I'm pretty muscular, but nobody should be 280 pounds. And if you're struggling with weight, I understand. I get it. I get it, but this is what happened. I, I, I mean, I've been trying to lose weight for years, for years. I knew I was overweight and I've been trying to lose weight for years 
And every time I would lose about five pounds, I'd gain 10 pounds back. If you're overweight and you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What I realized in about March, after I've been trying to diet for a couple months, what, I've real, what I realized was, hey, dummy, hey, dummy, if you want to lose weight, you can't eat pancakes every morning. You can't eat McDonald's every morning. The way you start your day is going to dictate how your day goes. And not only like, woo, like that is a meal of your day. That is, if you're going to lose weight, you have to limit what you eat. You have to eat better. This is common sense. There's no magic formula. You just have to eat, essentially eat less than you do right now and eat in a different way than you do right now. There's no magic bullet. It's obvious. When you start, every, and every day is a new day. Every day is a new day. And you realize this when you're doing weight loss. Every day is a new day. You need to get rid of those cravings. You need to get rid of that, that uh, appetite, all that. Every day is a new day. And if you start out your day eating pancakes with syrup and butter and a big thing of apple juice or whatever you're having, it's not going to end well. It's not going to go the way that you want. It does not matter what you eat for lunch and for dinner. It's not going to go the way that you want. It doesn't matter how much you work out at the gym. You're not an Olympic swimmer. You don't have all day to work out and work those calories off. You're going to have to eat something else besides the flipping pancakes. Grab a fruit. Grab a banana. Maybe a cereal bar, even though cereal is not that great for you. Shoot, if you have time, get some bacon and eggs. Get some real food in you. That's what I learned. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm not where I want to be yet, but I've lost 45 pounds because I've just changed the way that I've looked at food and changed the way that I've looked at dieting. I've realized I cannot keep those habits and expect to lose weight. What are you talking about, Eric? In the Ohio game, that game is the most pivotal game in the Matt Campbell coaching era. It is. And I didn't want want to make a podcast after that game because that game was brutal. Brutal. And we didn't know if we were going to get any better. But guess what? We got a lot better because we changed. We changed. And last night, we reverted back to what we did in the Ohio game for a half. And none of it worked. None of it worked. So much so that I went back and I looked at the plays that we ran on – first the first play of the drive and it's like eating breakfast eating pancakes for breakfast the way that we start off a drive usually dictates the way that that drive is going to go we ran we six of the drives six of the 10 drives that we did last night six of them start out with a run play 
Four of them start out with a pass play. I'm not even going to say whether it's completed pass or not. Doesn't matter. Whether it's a run play or a pass play. On those run plays, those drives, six drives, averaged 4.2 plays and 16.6 yards. One of those drives was a score, and it was the last drive of the game. So after we did all the the first five drives were runs. First five drives start out with a run. And those first five drives averaged 3.6 plays and 7.2 yards. For the first five drives, we've averaged a three and out, basically. We averaged a three and out. And no scores on those drives. The last drive, we got a field goal, three points, when we started out with a run. On, on the flip side, for the pass plays, those plays averaged 8.3 plays and 60, 62 yards. We scored 18 points, and we scored on three out of the four drives. When we passed the ball, like, I, 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 I don't really like getting into those ticky-tack, really statistic things, incremental changes things. Those, those really don't – you kind of want to look for more of a story. Like, let's say that if you run it with – I don't know, Eli Sanders, let's say he gets 5.2 yards per carry and Cartavius Norton gets 5.6 yards per carry. That's not really telling you one of the guys is much better than the other guy. Like, a lot of that is just, okay, maybe luck or whatever, or maybe he had a big run. Yeah, like, that's pretty similar. I don't, I'm just using arbitrary numbers. I'm not sure what their real numbers are. But that would be using arbitrary numbers. You really can't tell who's the better running back from those numbers. But when one, one type of drive, with one, uh, when you start out with runs and those drives usually get 16 yards, and then when you start out with a pass, it gets 62 yards, it's pretty telling. It's pretty telling. And here's why I'm doing a podcast this week. Because every, like, people are losing their minds. Here's the thing. Here's another thing I'll tell you about my life. I, <laughs> it's funny that I'm saying, I can't really read. I have a reading disability. I had to have all my tests read to me at Iowa State. I can't really read very well. It's difficult. My brain, I, I don't know if it's dyslexia. I don't know what it is. I can't really read that well, but I can do math very, very well, very well. When I would come home and bring my report card home in high school and in middle school, but in high school too, and I would show my parents, because obviously their parents, they want to see it. If I got a B in reading or language arts or whatever, English. If I got to be in English, they just gloss over it. It's fine. They knew, they knew I couldn't really read very well. That's fine. If I got 
a B plus in math? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you, Eric? What? This is this is terrible. Are you, you can't you can't this are you gonna make it into college? Like end of the world stuff if I got a B plus in math. Because here's here's why. Here's why. I could have gotten a C in English and it would have been like, hey, um, are you trying? Are you trying as hard as you should be? Um, because, you know, but if if you need help, we can we can like but a B plus, end of the world stuff. End of the world. Here's like here's why. And it's obvious why. There's I, I can't do much better in English. I can't. That's about as good as I can do. I was in the regular English class. And getting a C in the English class would have been eh, not great, but it would have been okay by my parents. If I would have gotten a B plus in AP math, whatever math it was, end of the world stuff grounded for the rest of my life. Because it's telling my parents one thing, that I am not trying as hard as I can. I am not setting myself up in the best way that I can to get the grade that I should be getting. That I should be getting. So when I'm at that game last night, and I know how good Rocco is. I know how good Jalen Null, Jaden Higgins, Daniel Jackson, Ben Bramer, all these guys just keep going down the list. When I know how good they are, and I know what struggles we've overcome already. The line is not is in year one of a new coach, and they were a sieve last year. They're still learning. They're getting better, but they're still learning. And I know that when they struggle, the running backs struggle. The running backs are good, but they're only as good as their line is. When I know when we when we're not setting our players up for success, there's a problem there. There's a glaring problem there. See, we've seen it. When we lost the Ohio game, we didn't know what the problem was. We we thought it was running it up the middle every dang start to the drive and all the time. We thought that was the problem, but we also had questions. Maybe our running backs aren't that good. Maybe Rocco's not the guy. Maybe this, that, or the other thing. I have seen Rocco play. Rocco is top three quarterback in the Big 12. Maybe the best. Rocco is incredible. Rocco might be as good. I think obviously time will tell. Rocco might be as good as Brock Purdy was and more efficient. He is incredible. He's absolutely incredible. He went 11 for 12 passing in the second half. Oh, but uh, Eric, uh, he threw that pick six. That pick six was not his fault. It was not. He was throwing out on an island. His receiver ran the wrong route. The guy, once the guy caught it, took it to the house. Everybody could see a mile away that we were throwing the ball, that play. The receiver ran the wrong route. Rocco didn't even think. It was a dime play to throw it like that. He threw it. Pick six. We deserved it. We're 
playing, we are playing in the mud. When the other, <laughs> we were already losing at that point. What are we doing? What are we doing? We're throwing a screen pass to a guy who has no blockers, basically. I, I know how good this team could be because I've seen it for the past couple of weeks. I've seen us throttle Cincinnati on the road. I've seen us throttle Baylor on the road. I've seen us take down the number one team in the conference right now, which is Oklahoma State. I've seen us beat them after losing to Ohio when we, had, when we were doubting ourselves. We were opening up the playbook. But yesterday we reverted back to the Ohio game. And a lot of people, oh, we want to play like Iowa. Really? You want to play like Iowa? Scoring 10 points a game? Firing the coach's son at offensive coordinator because you can't figure it out? You want to play like that? I don't. I want to play like the way that we won all those games. And a lot of people have been talking about that punt return and Jalen Null stepping out of bounds. You really tell me you can't drive the ball 31 yards against Kansas? It's Kansas still. Their defense just stinks. Their defense stinks. It does. It stinks. I... (laughs) I know we, we have the right players. The players are good. I even think we have the right coaches. We've seen it the past couple of weeks. I'm disappointed that we went back to what we lost with. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because we had a lot of fans come. Very excited for the game. I've known what these, this fan base has been through. We're eating pancakes for breakfast and expecting to lose weight. We're getting B's in math when we should be getting A's. Rocco Becht is too good to be wasting, handing it off on predictable play calls. I think these coaches are the right guy for the job. I think all of them are great. I never want to see Matt Campbell leave. I never want to see any of these coaches leave. They're great. And they know what they're doing. But last night they didn't. Last night they didn't. I hope these coaches stay here forever. I really do. And I hope they figure it out. I hope they figure it out. No, it wasn't the refs. We didn't lose the game because of the refs. We should have blown that team out. Should have. They were not, they were not, they're not the 21st team or whatever they're ranked in the country. They're not, they're not that good. They're not that good. And we, we beat ourselves. We beat ourselves. We beat ourselves in the Ohio game. Oklahoma beat us. That's, that happens in Beth, that happens in Norman, Oklahoma. But we beat ourselves last night, and it's really just upsetting to me. I, I have a new look on life. I do. From what I've been through 
this year. And losing the weight is one thing. Is definitely something. Is definitely part of it. Because if, if if you've ever been in that cycle of trying to lose weight but can't, trying to, you know, create new habits and it's difficult. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. But what you need is you need somebody to come into your life and tell you, no, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But you're doing it wrong. You can't have pancakes for breakfast and expect to lose weight. And don't get upset when it happens. Don't get upset when you don't lose weight because you're eating pancakes for breakfast. I, I, a lot of the times when you watch Iowa State football, you have no clue. You have no clue what's going on. You have no clue what's going wrong. A lot of the times you're just like, we just don't have the players. We do have the players this year. Rocco Beck is incredible. Our wide receivers, we've never had a core like this before where I trust the too deep to even get it done. It's usually we have a guy. I think our running backs are definitely good enough to play in any level of power five. I don't even have to tell you about the defense. They're good enough. It's frustrating, though, because we've, 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 made, the, we've made a change and we reverted back to it last night. I'm still hopeful for this team. And I hope that our team can look at what happened yesterday and go, no, we know what's wrong. It was our pride. Our pride got in the way. We wanted to win. We wanted to win the game the way we wanted to play. We wanted to limit mistakes. Our game plan was to limit mistakes. And we made the mistakes. Kansas, Kansas had one game plan to come out and take the win. To come out and grab the win whatever way they had to. And they did. It wasn't beautiful by either team. But they come, came in with one game plan, one goal, take the win from Iowa State, and they did. We came in to the game to limit mistakes and to outsmart the other team. And we made the mistakes. And we lost. We did not play to win. We played to limit mistakes. And we made the mistakes. That's it. There's no punt return, stepping out of bounds, phantom, stepping out of bounds, refs, doing whatever. If you give me the ball from our 31 from their 31 yard line and you don't get any points, that fault that's on you. That's your fault. It's no ifs, ands, or buts. That should be automatic. You give any other elite team, good team in the country, the ball on the 31-yard line of their opponent, they get points. We didn't. It's the truth. It's harsh, but it's the truth. We came out to not make mistakes, running the ball up the middle on first down. We came out 
to not make mistakes. And we made the mistakes. They came out to win. And they won. It's that simple. If you're not playing to win the game, what are you doing? You heard it from her man words. You play to win the game. But if you don't play to win the game, you'll lose. That's it. Anyways. I still love this team. I love all the coaches. I don't want them going anywhere. I don't want you to misconstrue this. I think they're the right coaches for the job. I think they are. I think we have some of the best coaches in the country. Sometimes coaches get in their way. We have great players. But they can only do what they're told. We, are still, we still have the ability to go to the Big 12 championship game. We'll have to win out. We might need some help for Oklahoma State to lose. But if Oklahoma State loses one of their remaining games and we win all of our games, we're going to the Big 12 title. It's that simple. We also need Kansas State to beat Kansas. But if those things happen... We'll be in Arlington. We can only control what we can control. I've learned that a lot this year. We can't, we can't be trying to do too much. All we can do is come out, trust in our players, trust in Rocco, give him the ball, let him sling it. And you'll be amazed at what can happen. Rocco's our best player. Period. No question in my mind. Give him the ball. Anyway, guys, I'm excited to be back. I'm going to try to do more podcasts. It's not going to be as frequent as it was before. I'm going to try to do more podcasts. Maybe I'll do one every Sunday morning after the games. Maybe I'll do, I'll I'll definitely do the recruiting stuff. Man, we got some good players. Anyway, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed your day yesterday. Hope you're excited for basketball coming up. Go Cyclones. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.